welcome to a special edition of the Guest Text Podcast. I am your co-host, Matthew Loney, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Maui, who is making fun of my stumbling over the technology. But we are... Absolutely. Absolutely. We are at the uh, Focus Right Summit in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I got to tell you, Brian, as somebody who competed, what, five, six years ago, how excited are you to actually get to talk to somebody who competed and won at Focus Right? I don't know what that feels like because I competed and lost hard. So I'm curious to talk to these guys and get some feedback on what that feels like. Absolutely. But with us, we have UTIP, who won the Summit competition, which is the true startups. A lot of these companies, year old, you know, less than a year old, some of them. But the best of the best got to compete here. And the other day it was announced that UTIP won. We've got Doug Miles with us and Sarah T., you know, I'd love, it's, it's funny, Sarah and I is from, Sarah is from Fort Walton Beach, and we started talking a while, maybe a couple years ago? I mean, or no, maybe a year ago? Right when YouTube launched, you. Right. I, I actually posted something on LinkedIn because I saw the problem, like, this is really, really cool. And I said, I, I reached out or I posted something like people had to check out this and we got to talking and yet we first time we've ever gotten to meet is here in uh, Fort Lauderdale. So welcome guys. Please tell people a little bit about UTIP and what you guys, the problem you guys are solving. Um, we'd love to hear about it. Sure. So cash is disappearing from the economy and this is hurting tipped workers uh, very badly and it's also making it difficult for employers to recruit and retain, retain employees. So what we did is we created an enterprise level digital tipping solution and when I say it's enterprise level that means we can rapidly deploy and manage across many locations under many brands with multiple configurations. So for example, if you have 500 hotels in your portfolio under six brands, after getting a little information from you, we can roll out tipping systems for each of those hotels in just a few days. And then it's just a matter of getting signage installed for QR codes or putting links into your text or email system or both. Simple solution. I mean, last night, I have to say that this exact <laughs> instance- It did. Yeah. I went to a cash register, an ATM machine, actually two ATM machines, and after about five minutes, got told out of service. And both you and I looked at each other and we said, "Well, holy shit! How do we? Yeah, what are we going to do? Yeah, how do we tip people?" And there's nothing worse than asking a valet for your car and going, "I, I like, no I, I'm so, I got nothing." I'll be back. Yeah, I'll be like, back. Yeah, thanks. Well, and and Doug, you had mentioned because you were told when you turned in your card because you were trying to help yeah. to to do it via via Venmo or Venmo. Cash App, and and I hadn't really thought about the regulations behind that. But maybe you guys can touch a little bit about why not using an application like that to be able to tip, especially when you're under a big brand. Sure. Well, in many cases, for for example, in Venmo, it's a social application. So there are some security implications there. Yep. And some employers have policies that preclude their employees from using Venmo specifically for that reason. But on top of that, if you're not using the right version of that application and you're collecting tips, there's a very good chance you're violating the terms of service with that company. Hmm. Wow. 
Now I'm happy I didn't do it. Yeah, that's very good. I know you've been in handcuffs this morning. I would have had to have done the, the Guest X podcast by myself. So tell us about what this journey's been like, how it came about. I love it because you guys have, you have one other co-founder who I believe is on the tech side, but you guys just all kind of came together in COVID. And I, I should mention here at Focus right now, we've started coining this COVID companies, right? There, it seems to be that people out of work, brilliant people out of work, two of which are sitting here with us, but they, you have a lot of time to sit around and you go, you know, what am I going to do? And it seems like some some of the incredible best, companies. incredible ideas have come out of COVID. But tell us, tell us about how this all came about. Well, this was actually Doug's idea. So I'll let Doug. I've been thinking about this for 10 years uh, for exactly the situation that you went through. I, you know, as a frequent business traveler, I didn't have cash on me. And sometimes I, when I would remember to visit an ATM before a flight, I'd have a fiscal 20s. I would overtip at the beginning of the trip, mm -hmm. run out of money, and still leave people hanging the second half of the trip. Right. At that time, when I first started to realize the problem, I was actually in charge of an app that had scanning technology on it. It didn't really fit our, our business, which was digital brokerage. So I just kept the idea in my back pocket. I kept talking to, to hotel workers as I traveled about the idea. And then COVID came along, which meant, well, a few things happened. Smartphones started shipping with QR code reading technology. I mentioned cash disappearing, but also QR codes were reintroduced and widely adopted in the United States. The, yeah. Really the, the capital tipping in the world. Um, and it just so happened when I noticed people of all ages using QR codes, Sarah happened to be available. This company wouldn't exist without Sarah. And also Nicholas, a room full of miracles. All three of us, we've known each other for years, we're ready at the same time to make it. Wow. And so, Sarah, your job, your role in the company is a kind of biz dev? I mean, I know you come from the food and beverage hospitality side. Yes. I actually was with Amadeus for 12 years in um, sales and marketing roles. Okay. And so my contribution to UTIP is really more commercial operations. Okay. Well, that's great. And how has it gone? So it rolled, I mean, officially went live September of 2020. So we're, I don't know, what, 14 months or so old, just over a year. Just over a year. And how, I mean, how are things going? Yeah, we didn't launch a product until January of this year. Okay. Wow. So, wow. Wow. But we were, uh, we were processing tips, I think 10 days later. And since then we started, we've been processing tips in Canada, the United States and all across Latin America. So one of our earliest customers is actually a destination marketing company that pivoted to live virtual tours using Zoom. And they utilized our QR codes and links in follow-up email messages to get the folks on the ground who are doing the, the tours compensated. And it worked really well. I'm really happy to, to have been able to help out during a really hard time when nobody could come visit like Wow. So I think it's a, it's a fascinating use case, right? I mean, I always think about my staff and how to incentivize my staff in the vacation rental space. And, and they're so... I mean, it's so hard to get them appreciated. I can only tell them that they're doing a great job so many times, right? They really need to hear from the customers. And the best way to do that is typically through tips. And so I've always thought that there was a need for a product that could serve as that tipping mechanism for especially the, the cleaning stuff, the maintenance stuff inside of a vacation rental. Yeah, absolutely. This that's product actually one would... Of biggest use cases is for housekeeping. Yeah. And you're, you're so right, Brian, because tipping is more than just, you know, the monetary exchange. It's really a key performance indicator of yeah. sure. a good experience, right? And tipping is just as important for the tipper than it is for the 
person yeah. receiving the, the tip recipient, right? Because if you had a great experience, if you stayed in a, one of your vacation rentals and it was just immaculately clean and comfortable and just really enjoyed it and stuff, and, and you want to be able to, to say thank you and, and, and leave that tip, we're providing a way, a frictionless, easy, simple way for people to do that and for the staff to get acknowledged and motivated by that. You, you said, and maybe the light, maybe I'm the only, I'm probably the only person sitting around the table. Something I just thought of though, key performance indicator. So a lot of times when tips were cash, the hotel, let's use the hotel, right? The hotel GM doesn't know maybe which employees are going home with a wad of cash which what you want to know there is that's the employee I got to keep really happy, right? Because people didn't give them that because they didn't do it. Or, and this would give visibility into, uh, you know what? That had not occurred to me until just now. That is powerful. That is really cool. Yeah. The other thing is for guests staying in lodging or whatever you're going to do, it's going to the right hands. So there's a trust factor as well, where a lot of people just don't leave tips especially in vacation rentals, because they're not sure that the cleaner is going to actually get that tip. Get the tip, yeah. Well, you know, I keep now I'm thinking of all these use cases. I mean, there's a lot of guest apps now, you know, that are coming out where, because I imagine some of this is about the timely pushing of that QR code, right? About, you know, even Explory, I'm thinking, you know, we could easily push in a text message because we know when that trip, that activity ended. So we could say, you know what, 30 minutes after you know, kind of a, hey, hope you had a great time. You know, if you'd like to tip at Explory, we've made it easy, right? Exactly. And tip your crew and things like that. Also then would build better relationships probably with our activities because we're helping their teams get higher. Like, I, I love it. It's brilliant. Yeah, your activity providers would love you. The, the people providing those activities, well, think about the customer, the level of customer service that your guests will get because they know that they have the opportunity to get a tip from your customer base. If you have $9 in your wallet, you and I can combine and we'll be a $10 investor Done. into UTIP. Done. Sold. I want 50% of whatever <laughs> stake we get for my $1. No, this is, this is really cool. The $9 that we have actually shown for our analytics that when people tip digitally, they tip more. because not. That's another great thing for the employees. Because there is a little, and maybe, maybe this would be a good way. Let me now try to... Go ahead. You don't have scraps. You're not leaving scraps behind. Right. You can actually yeah. tip value. That's true. And sometimes it's about whatever I've got in my if in the car in the ashtray. Maybe. I mean, it's sad. It's like, how much do I have? Because I don't have cash on me. Do any pushback from employees who look? I came up through. I, I going through law school. I worked at Applebee's. Right. <clears throat> don't listen IRS. There may have been some nice, you know, where it was like, I tipped the, you know, I marked the 10% is what I got and I went home with more. Any concern? I mean, obviously the employers want to make sure they're reporting the correct amount, so they don't care, but any pushback from employees? I would call it pushback. I would say sometimes they're hesitant in the beginning mm -hmm. um, until they see the tips rolling in. We have, where we have the best data, we actually have a resort property where housekeeping and those who support housekeeping enjoyed a 10% bump in take-home pay, not just tipping, 10% tip-sharing model. Wow. Uh, right now, lifetime of this account, they're up to about 45% of all checkouts tipping with UTIP. And on a month-by-month -month basis, I wouldn't be surprised if it was up to 60, 65% at this point. Huh. Uh, so nobody has abandoned the system. They all like it. They want to hold on to it. 
But yeah, there's some hesitance at first. But when the option is no tip versus digital tip that's yeah. recorded and taxable, they're choosing they're yeah. choosing digital tip over zero. Sure. So much easier. And, and it's go also, ahead. because you have signage up reminding people that it is appropriate to tip, they're seeing more cash tips as well. In your national markets, where it's not typical for people to tip, this is going to be key. Yeah, so yeah. See a big yeah. Bump and, no, it's a good point. Know. You're right, because it's, it's introducing people to something maybe you should be doing where it's not as common in the culture. Last question, how does the economics work? Who's paying? I mean, obviously, UTIP's got to make money. Is it kind of like on the credit card processing side where you're making so that it's not coming out of the employee's pocket? So it, does the employee get, I guess, my first 100% of the tip that I leave? Okay. Employees get 100%, and we have some demo versions out on the web. And I think people are making the wrong assumption for one of our clients. They, they're doing what we call an enclosed tip. So there's no fee listed under the tip. We're charged a fee and we charge a small fee on top of what we pay our processor. In that particular case, it's pulled out of $5, but the employer tops that up when they pay out the employee. So they still get 100%. All of our clients, the employees get 100%. That's smart. It's, it's really smart. A friend of mine was coming out with a charity giving app, and that was a big thing. He's like, the charity gets it all. So if you buy a $100, there's like a 10% user fee, but you're paying, you know, 101, right? We're very uh, transparent. Yeah, or so 110. That's, that's uh, one way we collect revenue is a small transaction fee. Sure. And then beginning in uh, January of 2022, we'll start a per property fee for hotel properties. We waive that for 2021 as a part of a COVID. Uh, uh, yeah. And a little bit of an incentive. Really, really cool. Well, thank you guys both for joining us. It's, it's been a pleasure. Sarah, I can't believe we had to come all the way to Fort Lauderdale to finally <laughs> meet in person. We will make sure the next time we'll be able to get together for a coffee. So thank you both. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. It's great to be here. That's it for this week's episode of Guest X. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episodes. We are Brian Hamali and Matthew Loney signing off and reminding you to always create a guest experience worth talking about. See you soon.